Hello, this is Gabriel Keys from Crash Diet, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious podcast. Hey, Gabriel, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you for joining us. Really appreciate it. I'm Bruce. That's my partner. <clears throat> Thank you. Howdy. I'm Chris. How are you guys doing? I love good. the fucking shirt. Striper fan from <laughs> from like '83. Yeah. yeah, they're the best. <laughs> love Man, it, love it, love I woke it. up. I woke up this morning and I was going over the um our notes for the podcast recordings today, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna hit play on this track, see what it's like." And then I got my ass fucking kicked, <laughs> and I I became an instant fan of the band. <laughs> so. You guys look pretty young to be playing glam metal. How the hell did you get into glam metal, first of all? And second of all, thank you for getting into glam metal. Yes. <laughs> you can take, you can start with that one. <laughs> well, we've, we've been around for 20 years, yes. almost. Really? Not Believe me, it or not. <laughs> uh, not. Not the little boy there. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, we basically started out when there the this sleaze scene was kind of dead there there was not much to listen to in 2002 right <laughs> yeah <clears throat> so um we went all in and and started like putting on the makeup and styling our teasing our hair and hitting the town just showing our style to everyone <clears throat> And we kind of started a small movement in, in Stockholm. And just a year later, we, we got signed by a major label. So, so I'm going to I'm going to jump in. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to jump in. I'm a massive glam metal fan. And I grew up in the eight or whatever you call it. Sleaze glam, whatever. Grew up in the 80s, spent a lot of time in L.A. on the Sunset Strip. Grew up in that scene. And you're right. It died, I think, when when Kurt Cobain and all that bullshit with flannel shirt, not giving a shit about what he looks. Sorry. I'm, I'm on a rant here, but I think <laughs> what you guys did resurrecting, it was absolutely amazing. In fact, I'm working on a film right now called hair metal revival and everybody in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Everybody in it is giving nods to you guys as like, you know, the catalyst that brought this whole scene back. And it's pretty amazing to even be talking to you, but I want to thank you for the great music, but how do you think it, it is, being received now because it's still kind of underground right um yeah sort of yeah <laughs> i mean i think when motley Crue did their like second reunion or whatever in 2004 i think you know the glam thing became like a household thing almost and I think it's been that way. I mean, Motley Crue are huge now, and and we're kind of just uh, hanging along with it, you know. Um, yeah. Well, your singer's a lot better. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But I, think, I think you guys, um, you know, you've resurrected it, but you've created an. The whole epicenter now is in those Scandinavian countries rather than LA, but it's very much similar to what it was, right? Yeah, yeah. 
just a geographical okay, sure. location. It's still about fun and partying and having a good time and and not this so seriousness, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it's about to not take yourself too serious. So I think, you know, in order serious at all. <laughs> exactly. So I think and, and I hate to, you know, to use this quote, but it, the famous prophet Brett Michaels, it's nothing but a good time, right? Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Pretty much like that. Yeah. yeah. Man, and that, we just want to. That song was a life changer rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nothing but a good time was a game changer for me as a kid. I was in like grade seven when that came out. No, maybe. Yeah. Grade seven. Somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. I was just, I just couldn't fucking believe that record, you know, <laughs> love on the rocks to open it up. And I was just like, wow, yep, this is crazy. You know, oh. uh, right. so like what made you, cause like in 2002, like you say, the scene's dead, right? Like there's no sleaze. There's no glam. And you guys decide, hey, we're going to do this. What, how did that come about? Like, how do you go from, because like what was going on in like 2001, 2002 was like new metal, you know? Yeah. yeah. And Nickelback and, and stuff like that. So how do you go from looking at that and saying, you know what? Fuck this. We're just going to kick it, make kick-ass rock and roll. Um, We had a lot of like... We call it cap rock, like the helicopters. They always wear a cap. Um, I I like helicopters. So, but um, <laughs> there was a, a tons of those bands around that time, and um, and just we we just figured let's go all in, you know. <laughs> yeah. Tease our hair as as big as it can be. Yes. And we had a lot of like stuff on stage right from the beginning you know like small uh p like party what do you call it pyrotechnics no not pyrotechnics like like party bombs <laughs> so <laughs> like streamers and stuff yeah I smoke machines and it was just a mess on stage but people but you knew attention. you were at a show right you what? knew you were at a show and you were having a good time yeah exactly I mean, we didn't sound that good back then. Yeah. It sounded like shit. But we put on a pretty crazy show, I guess. So people started following us all around Sweden. Right. That's pretty cool, man. Like, mm -hmm. And it takes a lot of courage to do that when no one else is doing it. It's not yeah. like, you know, like, because, and I, I don't mean this in any different way, but glam metal and sleaze rock became like a punching bag in around that era you know yeah. in the early mm -hmm. 2000s with like beavis and yeah. butthead and like oh, yeah. was it like a like a fucking um like glam band epidemic in the end of the 90s like it was too many of those like glam bands yeah but it's wait like that's the reason why they also they died out like yeah, I, I mean, always, I always said like uh, too many bands. Nirvana didn't kill glam. It was bands like Nitro. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, exactly what I'm talking that about. That really took it too far. It's like, ah! like now it's not good anymore. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Like glam kind of killed glam. And, uh, like uh, Jim Gillette, <laughs> the singer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he could sing high. That's for sure. Yeah, it's the only thing he could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's a funny record. We listen to it all time, all the time on when we're on tour. Just to annoy each other. Nitro. We... <laughs> Nitro. Fantastic. Nice. I mean, so I what agree. Are you on... I agree. It became a parody of itself for sure. And that. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I guess getting to my point, I'm really excited that the scene is building and there are lots of quality yeah. bands that are not parodies still doing this music or now doing it again. Yeah. Makes sense. Of course, especially, I guess, in Scandinavia. Yeah. Like oh, we got like great bands like. The cruel intentions and we got like hardcore superstar that's been around for a very long time crazy licks all those bands right like great bands heat it's maybe not like the sleeves but it's like in the same almost in the same shape like yeah basically so now that uh so, yeah so now that automata i think i think like the like the the thing that we're doing is like it's getting just like bigger and bigger. I think people I get more interested in, yeah. Well, you gained a new fan today. in me today. Like, yeah. I'm going to be honest, I'd never heard of this. Of course we did. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's glam rock right there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, I'd never heard of the band until today. And now it's like everything's added to my playlist everywhere. Great. Get on there. <laughs> So now, now that automata, automaton, I guess, now that it's complete and how do you feel about it? And is it, uh, is it everything you thought it would be? And are you satisfied with the outcome? With the album or? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think so. It's like, I think uh, this album is more like the direction that we wanted to go. If you compare this to Rust, where it was, that was my like, uh, what do you say? Like debut as a singer mm -hmm. but i think this is like i think that album was more of a i don't know how you feel martin but i feel like that we were a bit like spread out when it comes to which like type of how we yeah. wanted to sound and i think this album really like shows like the best of us all i guess mm. i think we were like trying out all kinds of stuff on the last album yeah, yeah. with you as a new singer we didn't know like what how do you want to songs that fit your your range and whatever yeah now we yeah, yeah. now we kind of nailed it on the new album it's like exactly <clears throat> cool yeah what's been the response to uh or at least the single so far together whatever right is the single what's been the response so far that's been I think only overwhelming like, me. Yeah. Good. Like, like I've, I've read like one negative comment. That's wow. <laughs> well, are you guys getting radio play over there? I hope so. so. <laughs> <laughs> what does a crash diet audience look like? Because I imagine there's a bunch of people like me who are sort of nostalgic for the older scene and still like that. But I imagine there's a lot of newer people or people like me bringing their kids mm. to the scene, right? So it's multiple generations as well. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think. That's and now the... we, we haven't played and played at war in like three years. So <laughs> right. grown, grown up, you know. Are you planning on so you planning on taking huh? it on the road here? Taking it. Planning on hitting the road the again? States? Yeah. Or anywhere really. Yeah. yeah, we're going on a four week European tour. Uh, in May. In May. Oh, actually so, there. so um, it's like three so that weeks will, that will be like our first headlining tour in in a few it's... years <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's, you know so it's uh, are you nervous? Un unreal <laughs> are you nervous about it no no not really what's it gonna be like to finally get on the road again <laughs> I won't believe it until I sit on that tour bus. Right. <laughs> 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 until my ass is on that tour bus and the drums are on the stage. Uh, the sound yeah. check is over and the doors are open and the first chord is strummed, right? I mean, we've been postponing tours for forever now. So it's like, you we're pretty, pretty sure it's going to happen this time. <laughs> <laughs> What about the festivals? Are you doing any festivals this year? A few. Um, like, yeah, like two or three. Or four. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't <either>. Mostly <laughs> European yeah. festivals. Yeah. Are you planning on heading over to the States at all? That's not in the card uh, yet. Well, we've been there. Of course, we want to, but uh, there's no like no plan yet, I guess. But not for this year i guess it's for the upcoming years um because we've been there right like four four times i think before and uh we really like it there so of what course we must like come to the states yes <clears throat> what was it like trying to release or actually not trying but releasing a record and singles and recording and all this stuff during the nonsense that we've all been through in the last, I don't know, two, three years, whatever it's been. We didn't do much. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of like, uh, we didn't even, we, we wrote songs mostly and kept it to ourselves. We just released one single during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, we did. It's about, yeah, oh, yeah, no man's land. <laughs> you already forgot about that. One. I remember now. <laughs> and we didn't even do a music video for it because we didn't, we didn't know why, you know, we if it's gonna be a waste of, of uh, money or not. So, um, but when we released the together whatever video, it felt like the right time to do something. Great video. Great, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Chris? Okay, I don't have anything else, Bruce. Do you? Thank you, my Perfect. friends, for taking the time. Good luck with the record in the tour. Hello out there. Yes, hello out there, everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together, we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our biweekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. 
So please subscribe to Nimbut the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much! We'll be seeing you!